0: Hey everyone, today is March twenty first. This is episode ninety of the Banter Shop. My name is
1: Moniel, and this is Daniel.
0: Hey Daniel, thanks for extending the end because clearly we don't have harsh with us, so it's you know we had to fill the time in somehow. And I think you're off to a great start.
1: Yeah, I don't know who he thinks that he is. He can dismiss any episode he wants. I know, right? Um, I mean, you, you, you know, are Yeah, cut his wages because he doesn't deserve it.
0: You're right. You're right. I should. I
1: really should. That's a good point. Yeah. But, I mean, he's yeah. saving too much money for this, and he doesn't need to put the effort. effort.
0: Right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's going to be you and I, and you know what? We're going to have a great episode just by ourselves. It's okay. We can do this.
1: Yeah, so if you if you're thinking of stopping this listening to this uh episode, then don't, because it's gonna be way better without harsh.
0: Exactly. I know. I know, I know you.
1: Lo- I know you love harsh, but I uh, trust us. It's gonna be good. Yep.
0: And you know what? Dan's gonna come with the best. I mean, the best motivational talk of all time. So stick around for that towards the end of the episode. Yeah,
1: I already have one. Sounds good. I could good. Start, right. start with it right now, but no, I'm gonna make you wait, or you can skip till the end, whatever you want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make them wait. But I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. All right. Well, we'll start off with the question of the week from last week's episode because, you know, that's what we do. And that's 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 where we want to kick it off. It was a fun question, though. Uh, here's the question. If you could mix any two foods together and eat them, what would they be? So, it could be anything. could be dessert. could be lunch, dinner item, you know, breakfast every, item.
1: Every day since that question, I've been... In the kitchen, you know, I'm like, taking two items out of the fridge. I'm like, is this gonna work? No. Is this gonna work? No. <laughs> Cheese and ham. Is this gonna work? I need this. I need the buns or the, the sandwich bread. Uh, what two items is gonna work, man? I couldn't sleep. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm still, still I'm just like, confused yeah, about it. I'm confused about it. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't figure out like the master of the two items to combine them and create a masterpiece it's a hard Um, hard question it's a hard question did you find a masterpiece
0: not a masterpiece and that's the thing that i was confused about too because i feel like a lot of good a lot of the good mashups are already out there which you can definitely use one that's out there right but i'm trying to i'm trying to see I, i thought my first instinct was dessert dessert's a pretty good option it's pretty easy you can mix a couple like you know brownie and ice cream like that's you know mashing two foods but i feel like that would be too easy and there's already a bunch out there and then i thought about drinks right maybe like this and that but that's also a little bit complicated gin and i think and tonic. foods gin and <laughs> tonic. there you go see i feel like the whole drinks culture is just you know based on mashups
1: so uh, yeah that's, I, I, that's just I, origin. I got no sleep i got super drunk so <laughs> anyway, i tried everything yeah
0: Ooh, couldn't. well do you, do you do you have an answer or do you want me to go first
1: if you don't mind, you can go first.
0: Okay. See, my first thing was going to be, you know, like like a pizza burger. But that's, that's of course, not worthy. you. Okay? No.
1: I guess, no, well... Because well, uh, you said you say couldn't choose that, so... Because that's right, even the exactly. example I gave you last week. I think that's right. the exact example I gave you of what not to do. I know.
0: That's... Well, I guess, did you... Did, before I answer my question, did you go through any different things? like Like, maybe... You know, not food, but, like, maybe even not drink, like dessert, like a breakfast item. Like, did you think there's, yeah. a, there's an easy way? Have, like, what, what was
1: that? I mean, yeah. I, obviously, I couldn't recreate or just create something original. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's something that I don't personally eat often, but I know many people do. And here are my two items. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Y- yogurt and granola. Ah. but People that a- love yogurt... That's, I mean, yogurt and granola is like, I mean, if I, if I eat yogurt, like I want some granola in it and it's right. like, y- you can never go wrong with that. It's like, it adds, cause uh, I personally don't like just eating yogurt, like plain yogurt. Some people do it. I don't know how they do it, but if I'm not like eat yogurt.
0: Grape or something like that. Blueberries. Sorry. That's the one. Yeah.
1: So I think yeah. yogurt is like a great base to start with. Like you can add anything to yogurt that's like kind of fruity or kind of sweet. Uh, maybe salty i don't know but like any like you said any blueberries or strawberries or raspberries or granola or maybe some like chocolate like chips or whatever i guess if you want to go that, or maybe like some crumbled cookies Mm -hmm. you can go you can do whatever so i'm gonna i'm in this case i'm gonna go with yogurt and granola that's my answer
0: yogurt and granola oh wow that's a good one you know it's healthy right i think so too Mine is sort of similar as well. It's it's a breakfast item in that sense. But I was thinking like breakfast tacos, but a little bit different. So the shell would be the pancakes themselves, right? And then you would, you know, you can add in like your fruits or whatever you want, right? Like the maybe raspberries. fruit Yeah. Okay. Like, like, like in between the pancake, right? Fruits, like bananas, raspberries, or whatever kind of fruit you want. Blueberries strawberries, all that kind of stuff, right? You add you add that in the middle. And then maybe you can have syrup as a texture. I was thinking maybe you can do yogurt. You just mentioned that that kind of made me think of like a yogurt you can put in there. But basically like a taco, like almost like a taco, but it's made like the shell is pancakes. And in the middle, you can put anything you want, uh, preferably fruits, right? But if you want to go with something savory, you can do that
1: as well. But that's what I was thinking. I mean, you know, it's like Taco Bell did the waffle.
0: oh yeah and people do chicken in the middle hey you know you can even do that right where it's like but that's done already so so i guess i'm glad i didn't say like chicken and waffles because that's the most (laughs) popular food mashup of all time right like people love that i was gonna i was (laughs) going to i I, I don't love it you don't love it really you're not a big fan of it
1: do you think i mean it's like (laughs) to me it's weird just because if i'm eating a waffle like i want it with like maple syrup or something and I feel uh, weird putting maple syrup on chicken. Some people do it, but I personally, yeah. I mean, maybe if I try it, I I don't go to a breakfast restaurant and be like, "Can I have a chicken and waffles, please?" No, well, like, well, you know, I, I, I almost never. I've probably done it once.
0: Once, I I've had it, and it's not it's not bad. Uh, it's interesting. It's it's for people who love you know the mix of savory and sweet, like people who love mixing those two. I I know sometimes for me it's like if I'm eating something sweet, I just want something sweet. I don't want anything savory in there. Right, or if I'm eating something savory, that's what I want to focus on. But I guess if you, if you're a fan of combining those two things, like sweet and savory, then I think the chicken and waffle is like the perfect mix. And sometimes it is good, right? Because you have like 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 the one that I had had like a hot sauce come with it for the chicken. So like you mix a little bit of your um you know maple syrup with the hot sauce, and then that's you know so you have something for the chicken, something for the waffles, if that makes sense. But okay. of, I understand what you mean. So I, I I thought you would be a fan of that to be honest, but I'm I'm this surprising to me. Yeah, I know. No, not a fan.
1: I'll have it separately, not but together, maybe not.
0: Together. separately, you like them, but together. yeah. Plus, plus you, you you're you're a waffles person, right? Over over
1: pancakes. Uh not necessarily. I like oh. both of them.
0: Really? Does but, it depend? You think on the place?
1: Yeah, definitely like if I were go to like a regular like let's say IHOP or Denny's, then most likely I'll get um pancakes. Yeah, those places have good pancakes, yeah. And then obviously if we go to like a restaurant that specializes in waffles that we went to in Ohio, mm-hmm. then definitely I'm gonna get a waffle, you know? I see.
0: Well and, and you know, that's, I mean, like
1: waffles, yeah, waffles are more specialty compared to pancakes are more just like anyway you can't go wrong a, with it. yeah yeah that's like I great. make waffles I've never no, I make pancakes I've never had waffles one because I need a waffle maker and I don't have it but
0: <laughs> oh, I guess so. I know what to need for Christmas
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's what I'm what I need in life
0: <laughs> a waffle maker
1: mm-hmm. that,
0: that, that's a good point I guess a waffle maker would be fun You can you can try different recipes like that I guess pancakes are just more accessible to make because you can make them on your regular. Like you don't need a special machine for it if you know what I mean. You can just make them on the pans you have. I'm the machine. You're the machine in that case. But I'm, I'm glad we turned this into a breakfast thing. I feel like we don't talk about breakfast food enough in our podcast. I feel like it's really it's like you know lunch or dinner food or desserts that we talk about a lot. So I'm glad we both went the breakfast route for this one, and I feel like we both had a pretty good one. You know, you can even do like a breakfast taco with granola and yogurt in the middle. You
1: know, you can yeah. Combine. Yeah. And I feel like we we'll, at least I don't talk about re- breakfast food that often just because I don't really have like breakfast food that often yeah, same. compared to just like lunch or dinner. But so like maybe I hold breakfast food more like I guess a little more special because because I don't have it that often like when I do like I want it to be good.
0: Got it. Right, yeah, because you have it once in a while. You don't, you know, you want it to be something special.
1: Yeah, like in college, I would never wake up for breakfast, and when I did, I'm like, I gotta eat, I gotta eat everything I can. (laughs) I did like like my own like uh, skillet or like omelette, and I mean even at at ONU, we had a waffle maker, and it had like the logo of our mascot, so that was pretty cool.
0: That's amazing, yeah. (laughs) That's beautiful. That makes sense, but I guess. Yeah, I feel like we answered this question pretty well. I'm I'm satisfied with my answer. Are you satisfied with yours?
1: Yeah, I'm satisfied. Alright,
0: I guess the next step is for us to make
1: this happen. Okay. Right? I'll 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 get some yogurt and granola.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yours is pretty easy. I guess mine could be easy too. It's not too bad. Honestly, both of ours is pretty easy. People can try this at home and make it their own.
1: Yeah, because it's two things. Like you don't really have to know how to cook or anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. For you,
1: like the pancake. I mean, it's I mean, pancakes are pretty easy to make, I would say. Yeah. If, if you get the right batter and everything.
0: Yeah, just the right mixture and stuff. I mean, yeah, and there's a lot of pre as well, right? It's not the most difficult thing to find in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, w- I hope people try it and they'll let us know how it is. I know I'll want to try it because it seems pretty interesting. <laughs> just to see how it is, just to see if it makes sense or not.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. it will be fine. All right, sounds good.
0: Well... That was Question of the Week from last week, and I feel like we we did a pretty good job. Stick around later in this episode to find out the Question of the Week for next week. And maybe, you know, you'll see why Dan stays up every night thinking about Question of the Week until we record that episode. So, basically, Dan's been not sleeping at all.
1: No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, the other ones were maybe a little bit easier, but this one, I I had to make my own experiments in the kitchen, you know? Right, you had to know. had. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're giving you giving advice to people. You have to, you know, well, what is it? You have to walk them. I don't, I don't know the saying, Dan. You may, you may know the saying, but you know, you have to try it out to recommend it. So I'm glad you did that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, now it's time for.
1: Did you know? Monio, are you afraid of anything?
0: Man, a lot of things. I think so, definitely. Man,
1: you're a fearful man. But guess what? I mean. <laughs> what? All those fears that you have, you develop them uh, throughout your life because mm-hmm. we are only boor- born with two innate fears. So only two fears uh, we're born with. Um, so while it might okay. seem like you've been afraid of snakes and spiders since you were born, that's not true. Yeah. According to CNN, really? scientists have found that humans have just two innate fears the fear of falling and the fear of loud sounds the rest of your phobias are learned over time so
0: that's interesting
1: I, I mean i don't know why i mean i don't have any research much more into that but like i mean yeah i would say the, the loud sounds like it kind of makes sense i mean i i don't i wouldn't say it's like necessarily a fear but I feel like your body, like, if you hear something loud, like, you kind of jump a little bit or like, your you're just like Yeah. Yeah. Your attention, like, what, what was that? Um, so I feel like maybe that we're just born with that. Cause I guess just with the, like, human evolution, like you hear something going on, you hear it, like, maybe if you're in the wild, you hear, you hear an animal, like, passing by, like, you kind of like, I mean, you're always listening with your ears, uh, right. if that makes sense. So, like, you, you use that to kind of like, um, I don't know what's the word to gauge, like, if you're in, in danger or not. That's like one of the things that we use to sense if we're in danger. Right. And the fear of falling, like, I mean, I would say that that's kind of like almost near like the fear of, the fear of heights is right. like, I mean, if you're afraid of heights because you're afraid of falling. So. Correct then it makes sense why falling would be something that you're born with because yeah if you don't want to fall from anywhere because <laughs> most likely you're gonna get hurt um, that's interesting
0: because because the my understanding of it is is that you know some of these fears that we are born with are instinct are instinct based mainly because that's how we've grown up so it you know for a human brain to evolve or any species to evolve it takes you know a thousands of years for it to evolve and I feel like we're still in that age like our brain like our brains don't know like our brains haven't caught up or you know our instincts haven't caught up to the 21st century like even though we have like we have phones and stuff our brains have not caught up to that right like we still fear things you know subconsciously based on how cavemen used to fear things right like fear of the predator fear of this and that I mean it shows up differently in our uh, in our systems but I think your facts like they kind of fit in with that idea right because these are the two fears you're born with these are the two fears that people typically used to fear as cavemen and that's what's been brought down all the way to us right now i mean because you know species take ages to evolve right so down the line maybe like million years from now people will think more rapidly and they'll be more smart and they'll be aware of technology and it'll be more you know like like they'll catch up to the fears of today's day and age as opposed to our brains being programmed and wired like, you know, the cavemen's were. I mean, of course, the problems are different, challenges are different, but subconsciously, we're fear of, you know, the predator getting us or like, you know, us not being able to control and all that kind of stuff, right? Like falling and stuff like that. I don't know if it really makes sense. I guess I'm going to something completely different, but, you know, I'm just, I guess I understand what you're saying. Like, it fits in with what you're trying to say. Uh, I just, I, I read something similar somewhere about how, like, our, you know, human brains take years to evolve and, you know, for our brains to kind of, uh, not understand, but like, like the subconscious fears, it takes ages for us to evolve and make it more aligned to what the real day or the current day thing is. Does that make sense? I probably confused everyone with that, but that's, that's what I was trying to say.
1: Are you afraid of confusing everyone? Yeah,
0: I am. And now I've done it. So that's perfect. So I probably, <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> I think basically, basically the summit of what I'm trying to say is: look, our brains take a while to catch up, right? I mean, we learn things, we grow, and that's perfect, and we evolve. But I'm just talking about there's still some instincts that we have that are instilled in us from the caveman era.
1: What's what what's one fear that you wish you didn't have?
0: Mm, see, I was gonna say fear of heights, but that I feel like that's just a given now after your fact, right? Yeah. Cause that's just like you know, like it is. I'm trying to think. You can't see animals, like you know, certain animals when like I, snakes and, and things of that. Yeah, I of mean, things. if I can, okay, that's probably. I, I thought that was. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's
1: a, if that's the one that you'd rather not have of all of all your fears, then yeah, go with that.
0: I think so. I mean, you know, I, I always find people who like genuinely people who can interact with any kind of animal, small, big, whatever, and they don't find it fearful but they find it as like a joy kind of a thing I, i'm kind of envious of that because that's another connection they're able to make to this earth that we live on right to this the mm-hmm. other type of species and other type of living things um so i'm always envious of that because i i'm I, there's no way i could ever do that like you know people go up to alligators and they like feed them or talk to them and like are like almost like best friends with them and i'm like kind of envious of that because i can't i i would never fathom doing that that's like way out of what I would ever do so that's that that's what I would say like if there's a way I can get over that fear and make it and be more open uh that'd be amazing but I don't know if that's really possible
1: yeah that's good do you have any I'm not afraid of anything boy
0: oh, that that's <laughs> no. true in my answer except except you're afraid that Atletico Madrid the real real Madrid Maybe uh, I more mean, popular than Real Madrid, right?
1: That's that's your favorite, no, that's, your favorite that's soccer team. I'm not gonna fear anything that's not possible. Uh, oh. I mean, yeah, I would I would go along with your answer because I mean, I feel like obviously we're afraid of the animals just because we don't really know what they're. I mean, we know we know what they're capable of capable of.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I think it's because we know what can happen and we think of the worst uh But See I that, mean, sorry, an,
0: sorry, sorry, go ahead, go
1: ahead. Yeah, and like, I mean, it's interesting. I feel like, I mean, as as we grow older, like we know more about things, and that's why we fear them more. And yeah, because like, even, I mean, there's a a fun did you know fact? Do you know that when I was a kid, I went to like the circus, and like I actually held like a snake around no my shoulders. Yeah, you and I have a here? picture. I have a picture somewhere. Um. Like, you would take pictures with them. Like, it was, like, my dad and I, we had, like, mm-hmm. a snake, out, and it was, like, a big one, too. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think I would do that again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you'd be that brave again? <laughs>
1: no, see, it's, like, kids are more brave than, because, I mean, they don't really know the risk. Yeah,
0: you don't know the risk. Yeah, exactly. It's a good point. Well, that's what I was talking about with the whole, um, you know, and not to go back to the whole, like, you know, uh, the whole, you know, cavemen. So, like, cavemen, like, they, <laughs> they feared animals because they could, you, uh, you know, disrupt, <laughs> disrupt their family. They could kill their family. They could eat them alive. And I feel like that fear is still in us because we still, you know, fear animals because they could eat, eat, eat us alive. So, I guess that fear still continues.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's enough cavemen.
0: Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I've said enough cavemen. <laughs> to for us to not talk about them for like another
1: enough enough of the flintstones yeah enough of the flintstones Well, that was did you know all right um the cdc i mean you hear about the cdc all the time nowadays um before a year ago i didn't know what the cdc was
0: Um, they have been around you just never knew about them
1: well i never knew about them either uh, but he, he, I found an article in CNBC. Uh, it's here are the states with the longest and shortest life expen- expectancies, according to CDC. So for those that are afraid of dying, then this, this might not be good for you. Um, but. <laughs> they are coming in uh, with the heat. <laughs> yep. So he, here's, here's some key points to notice. If you're born in the American South, the chances of living a long life aren't as high as the rest of the United States. Um, the findings published Thursday examined state level death and population estimates from 2018. And then Americans are expected to live an average of 78.7 years. Though women were more likely to outlive men by five years nationwide, according to the report. Um, so, like I said, if you're born in, in the South, like the chances are that you're going to have a shorter life compared to the rest of the U.S. Um, and so, West Virginia, Mississippi, Alabama, Kentucky, and like other Southern states, mm-hmm. uh, ranked in the bottom ten states for life expectancy. So, West West Virginia, which had an average life expectancy of seventy-four point four years, ranked The lowest were both men and women. Wow. Uh, So with a few exceptions, the states with the largest sex differences are those with lower life expectancy at birth, while the smallest sex differences are found mostly among states with higher life expectancies, CDC researchers wrote in the report. Uh, Do you want to take a guess which state took the highest average life expectancy at 81 years? Oh wow! Can who was it? Uh,
0: can I give two answers? Yeah.
1: Yeah, two guesses.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go one Florida. Uh, okay. It could be wrong, could be wrong, but and the second one I want to say. Oh, this is Oregon. I'm gonna go with Oregon. Just because Oregon. it's be oh. like maybe you know, you know, you're 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 in the West and you're kind of you know, it is or I don't know. I'm, I, no explanation. I, those are the two I'm gonna go with.
1: Okay. Um. Uh. I mean, you're not right. (laughs) Oh, I knew it. uh, You got to think outside of the attached states. Because Hawaii Hawaii. took the top spot for the state with the highest average life expectancy at 81 years. And that was followed by California, New York, Minnesota, Connecticut, and a couple more.
0: Illinois? was Illinois?
1: Illinois wasn't there. Um, I'll let you know where Illinois would be. Um, Illinois is not on the list at all. (laughs) Uh, You you don't even live in in Illinois. (laughs) Uh, so, So the CDC's latest life expectancy figures come about a month after the agency published a provisional report in February that found life expectancy during the COVID pandemic fell by a year in the first half of 2020. The biggest decline since World War II. Oh. According to that report, the CDC's prediction of life expectancy for Americans at birth in 2020 was 77.8 years. Um, uh, so, I mean, that's pretty interesting. Um, oh, interesting. but in Illinois, Illinois is, is more in the middle. Um, so the it idea. is an average. So we're in the 77, 78, oh, okay. Range. So not too bad. Um,
0: so if I get to crazy. live
1: along and I'm okay and healthy, then I don't mind.
0: <laughs> no, I'm glad. No, it's weird. I mean, country-wise, we're doing really well, right? I think from a world standpoint, pretty good. But I guess from a state standpoint, we can we could be a little better, Dan, right? We could we could get up there.
1: What yeah, because based on the average, we're like a third of our life there. Right. <laughs> um. So maybe. You, Move to Hawaii if you want to live a little, little longer. But may, is it too late already to increase our average If we move maybe, to Hawaii?
0: Maybe. I think so, right? I wonder how they count it, though. So maybe not. <laughs> maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> Which are for a stand.
1: I mean, it sucks if you live in West Virginia, though. If That's true. West Virginia, Mississippi, that's the lowest. So just be thankful that we're not there.
0: Yeah, I guess, hey. Right? We're not there, but we're not at the top either. We're in the middle, which I guess some for Illinois not bad. We'll take
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, we're just your average kind of people. We're average um, Joes. Some average Yeah. Joes. <laughs> Moving <laughs> across the world, uh talking about average Joes, uh, but more like top of Joe. Ah. Uh, Duncan, Philippines has a drive through for bikes. For yes. bikes or bikes. That is true. Um, as someone who has, according to this article in the Boston.com, um, the writer said, as someone who has actually tried to get some iced coffee on the way to work on my bike at a drive-thru, I'm very jealous of this. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a city, it's called Quezon City. I think that's how you say it. Quezon City in the Philippines has its very own biker's drive-thru or in quotes, pink path. Um, as the official Duncan Philippines Twitter handle refers to it, uh, there's an order, ordering station just like a regular drive through and then what appears to be a ramp that leads the lucky bicyclist to a window for pickup. The drive through is lit for nighttime use as well. Lit? Uh, it's a lit too, Dan? It's lit, bro. The <laughs> Biker's Lane is the very first of its kind on the globe and Duncan Philippines received an award, an award for its effort. Um. So nice. I mean, I think that would be pretty cool if we had that in the U.S. I personally probably wouldn't use it because I don't bike that much, but I know a lot of people in like big, like major cities, bike to work and things like that because it's yeah. more convenient. It's easier to get around, and Absolutely. like I mean, at least like towns, uh, Dairy Queen. A lot of bikers stop at Dairy you know, like just for ice cream. So yeah. maybe Duncan can also be like on the way or like near a, a bike path uh, or bike trail. So people can just stop to get some coffee or just drive through and like take the coffee to go. So maybe Duncan can do something like that in the U.S. Um, cause, I mean, we have a lot of bike trails everywhere. So really I think it, that could be very successful here, too.
0: I agree. I agree. It's not a bad idea. I feel like, I feel like Philippines is a great place to start because I know they're, I think they're, they're one of the, they're one of the bigger countries in the world. Sorry, not bigger. They're one of the more known countries in the world that uses two wheelers a lot more than cars. Um, mm-hmm. and I think Donkey and, you know, a lot of times when franchisees go to these other countries, they try to make their, make the American way the only way. But I'm glad companies and franchisees now are adapting to the country they're going into as opposed to bringing just the American culture there and that's it, right? Like McDonald's has been a huge thing of that. Like, you don't see the same menu in every single country. They switch mm-hmm. it up based on the country you're in. Uh, and it's good to, and it's it's pretty noticeable when you see a franchise go to a different country and make it their own. Because it's almost like what Netflix does, right? They have a lot of these regional shows that they produce produced when they are in like, these different countries. They're not trying to force feed American sitcoms in just another language. So I feel like it's 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 good from a brand standpoint to be able to expand and adapt to what the country's all about as opposed to just forcing their top menu items and that's it. Right. Yeah. So no, interesting. I'm I'm glad that's happening and hopefully that happens in a lot more places. Hopefully, you know, it happens here in America, like you said, big cities. I feel like they, they could be very beneficial, like drive up win- like bicycle drive up windows. Can't call it mm-hmm. drive up, but you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah good one all right what else you have any other articles dan
1: no do you have any
0: mm. sorry for that water break but yes <laughs> i do yeah <laughs> i thought i thought you're gonna expand on that answer <laughs> but i was oh, no, so, yeah, very good um Yeah. Hey, can we can we get a little serious dan can we can we have a little one-on-one dan Me and you just just a
1: little serious you no, know? I know i'm ready for one-on-one but go ahead <laughs> This whole podcast has been a one home one. Oh yeah, because who was who, his name? Was it oh harsh? I already forgot about him.
0: Yeah, see, <laughs> good, good, good job. No, I, I guess I wanted to get a little bit more serious because uh, this is a, this is an individual we've talked about a little bit on on this podcast, and I feel like the fact that we've talked about his um, would you call it success, Dan, or would you call like just his stories or his I don't know how to describe it. Can, can you describe that? Popularity. Like, popularity. That's, that's a great term. So we have discussed this guy's popularity, his vlogs, Scott, and everything. And, you know, if you don't know by now, we're talking about David Dobrik. Um, and Of course, you know, he's a very popular YouTube creator. Everyone knows him. He's the guy who gives away cars. Is that what people know him as? The people who don't really watch his vlogs? The guy who gives away yeah, cars?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. the uh, so the guy with the 4-minute, 20-second vlogs, if you know him. But look, he's one of the more popular creators on the platform. He's one of the more popular, just influencers, if you can call it that, on on, on just social media in general. And one of the things uh, that happened recently is he he got into a little bit of hot water, uh, because of his because of his actions, right? The hot mega hot water, you know, hot shower. Sorry. <laughs> <are happy. laughs> <Yes. laughs> You have to. Yeah, I said,
1: "Come on!" Oh, I'm sorry. I'm together. not used to this serious stuff. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> get it together. No, well, well, you know, basically, here's what's happening, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to explain it in the most simple way possible. But of course, you have, to, you guys have to realize that, you know, these, you know, I'm not saying that this, we're not saying that this is what's happening, or this is exactly how it is, and there's no other way. This is just us reading information. Based on what's out there, right? So the mega popular YouTuber has faced growing criticism of his old content amid new accusations. Um, and with that, there's been a bit of a backlash when it comes to his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He posted he based on these accusations, which I'll get into and I'll explain what they are. But he posted an apology video on his uh, he didn't even po- This is interesting. I found this really interesting. He didn't post the apology video on his main channel. He posted it on his podcast channel which is the of views not, the views one which is of course not as popular right it's not as popular as his main one not a, right. it doesn't have as many uh, subscriptions or uh, subscri- subscribers as his main one
1: so like, yes i mean just to point out like it's the views podcast like he didn't post any videos that were allegedly on this reporting in this article in that platform so I don't know okay. why he would do it there. I mean, I guess it may. It, I mean, I guess kind of makes sense now because of the route he's taking with the podcast. It, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense why he would post it, but it does. I mean, it. I mean, I guess it, I can see it both ways. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I see it in a way where it's like, and this is just my opinion. It doesn't it's not right or wrong anything like that, but like. Uh, maybe he did it to, you know, when you you go back a couple years from now and you look at his channel, you know, you don't want to have like an apology video in the middle. Like people will be like, what happened? But if you put it on the (laughs) podcast one, I mean, it's easy to get buried in I mean, let's just be honest, Dan. If you had multiple channels and if you had to apologize about something, you would do it on the lesser known channel because, well, A, it will bring viewers to that channel, get more subscribers. Why not? But also Mm -hmm. because you don't want your main channel, which of course has an aesthetic. It's almost like your Instagram page, right? You... You know, most people. I mean, I know you and I don't really care, but like most people have some sort of a style or some sort of a, a design element to their Instagram. They want to make it more than just pictures, right? They want to make some sort of a theme around it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have a theme on your YouTube channel, you don't want to disrupt that theme and make it something, you know, different. I mean, people do it, right? To to because that's the only channel they have. Like he posted his breakup video on his channel, right? That that still is one of the more popular videos he's posted. So I mean, that's just my thought. I mean, doesn't it doesn't have to be
1: I remember watching that video even before I knew who he was. I'm like, what is this?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I've seen that one before, before I knew who he was. I think a lot of people have actually. Uh, um, yeah. but, but, but here's what's happening. So I'm going to read this article verbatim, right? Because I think we don't know as much as some other people do. And I feel like it's not fair for us to talk about something that we're not fully aware of. So what we'll right. do is, you know, you know, of course, Dan and I have read this article before, but we want to, recite this article to let people know what exactly is going on and then you know we can kind of see you know we'll look at it from a youtube perspective as opposed to what the legal legal, legality of everything is but i'll start with the article uh, and then we'll go from there so here's the thing david dobrik's youtube view count dropped by more than 66 million on friday an indication that youtubers have removed some of his content from the platform uh amid mounting criticism of his old videos the data comes from Social Blade, which tracks statistics of social media stars and their content. Dobrik shedded more than 66 million views on Friday. His total views, you know, reflected that. You know, it went from like 8 billion 269 million to like 8 billion 203 uh, thousand, 203 million something views on Friday. Yeah, so he deleted sorry, some
1: content. Just to sorry to interrupt. No, you're just good. Just some sound clear. Um, obviously, this is the article saying that, but. So is him boosting 66 million views because he removed some of his videos? Yes, correct. You're and, right. Okay, okay. But it's, yeah, not okay. Yeah. it's not like he's he's getting 66 million views less than he was. Right. It's more like, exactly. okay.
0: okay. Yeah. yeah. They framed it weirdly. I agree with you. But c- continuing with it, I think this will make more sense. So when views suddenly disappear from a YouTuber's total view count, it's often indicative that the creator has deleted videos or the company itself companies helping youtube remove the videos mm-hmm. so neither representatives for dobrik or youtube immediately returned insider which is this article that i'm reading from request for comment on whether he or youtube deleted any of his videos so we're not sure if he deleted deleted it or not but here's mm-hmm. what according to social latest so dobrik has 616 videos uploaded to his main youtube channel as of saturday i don't know when this wasn't just pretend it was last saturday but according to an archived version of, of his social-based statistics from November 29, 2020, Dobrik had 621 videos uploaded to the platform, meaning five videos have disappeared sometime within the past four months. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, that's what happens. And he hasn't uploaded since April 24, 2020, so we know that. Um, okay. Here's the, here's the, I guess here's the explanation as to why he lost it, right? I
1: just so, interrupted interrupt one more time, this uh-huh. seriousness... He, yeah, it would have been cool if he actually uploaded last April 20th for four twenty.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I think he has done that before, but not this time.
1: But I guess April is the four, the month four, number four, so that can still with the year twenty, so it, it still applies. Pro it's a so
0: the, the whole month the whole month, then that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But and and here's how subscribers have been impacted. which Maybe not a lot, but Dobrik has lost approximately hundred thousand subscribers. Down from 18.9 million on Tuesday to 18.8 million subscribers on Wednesday, according to Social Blade as well. Um, and then, it, it for some reason, Social Blade only updates YouTuber subscriber data per every hundred thousand subscribers gained or lost. So they could have been more, but that's what it is. Um,
1: so have we ever operation. made a hundred thousand? No. Uh, so that's why we haven't shown, in that, date, yeah, shown exactly.
0: in that data. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Well, that's fine. Okay. We're still, we're still we're getting there. <laughs> Two brown guys, by the way. Okay, here's here's the allegation, and this is the serious part, I guess, of if you want to understand why this is going on. The view shrunk after a woman who was an extra in one of the Doughrik's twenty eighteen videos told Insider that Vlog Squad member provided her with alcohol the night she filmed with them. She said she was too drunk to consent to having sex with former Vlog Squad member Domin Dominius known as Dirty Dom. I don't know how to <laughs> And she told Insider that Ziglatis raped her that night. Footage of the woman and Ziglatis portrayed a consensual threesome in Dobrik's 2018 vlog. The video that showed the incident between Ziglatis and the woman who spoke to Insider was deleted in 2019 after she contacted Ziglatis and asked him to remove it, according to the previous report. The new accusations further amplified criticism of the group that began earlier this year. Seth francois Francis, Francis, Another former That's member of the group claimed in February that he was sexually assaulted during a video shoot when he was kissed by Vlog Squad member Jason, Jason Nash in a 2017 YouTube video. A number of Dobrik's business partners have cut ties with Dobrik following the controversy or are mulling over their relationship with him, including DoorDash, EA Sports, and Dollar Shave Club. Dobrik is also reportedly out as a part owner of the Angel City Football Club a women's soccer team backed by high-profile athletes and celebrities like Serena Williams and Eva Longoria. Dobrik spoke out about the controversy in a, in a short YouTube published late Tuesday in which he didn't directly address any accusations, but said that consent was super, super important to him. And uh, that's the article. So hopefully that gives you an idea as to what's going on and what what is happening and why. It's not his current videos, of course, it's his older videos that he used to do, which to, to be honest, like his older videos were definitely more on the crazier side than yeah, his recent ones. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, and I mean that's what got him so popular, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I get it, but basically that's what's going on, and that's why David Doberson news, and that's why you probably have seen him trending on Twitter if you have Twitter, or you have heard or seen articles about him. I don't. So yeah, you haven't. You just yeah you haven't. But yeah, I don't think he's posted anything after or ever since then, right?
1: No, because he usually posts on his podcast. I mean, he he has that one minute clip or whatever it is, but he usually uploads every every week on his podcast, and he right. hasn't done it this right. time. Um, but yeah. Okay.
0: Well, there you have it. You know, we talk about his popularity all the time, so I feel like. It's quite important that we also talk about um, you know things going on with him in the YouTube world because we always cover that aspect in our podcast as well. So we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll we'll keep a close eye on this and see what happens. But it's interesting, you know, David Dobrik, one of the more popular creators on YouTube. I would say him, Mr. Beast, and a couple other people are are really the face of YouTube currently. So mm-hmm. you know we'll see we'll see what happens with this and we'll see if he gets back to his normal stuff. I mean, honestly, I'm thinking about this. I mean, he hasn't posted a YouTube video in over a year, and he said he was going to once the pandemic ends. But like, do you think he's still? I feel will? like
1: uh, I don't know. Right? It's, it's I mean, it's different just because one, like, he really wanted to work on his podcast. Because I mean, you you always hear how he wants to become a late night show host. Um, yeah. So I think he's using that. He also, uh, in his new home, he said he has a new set for his podcast and right. he's also filming it and putting it on YouTube. Um, so maybe he's going to focus a little more on that it, or maybe this could be a downturn for him. So we'll see. I mean, it, I mean, like we said, this, these are allegations. We, we don't know, but it just in generally speaking, like, I mean, it sucks. Just for right. him, um, yeah. and just thinking. I mean, like we, I mean, like we personally like follow him. Like we watch his videos. So like, it's like that's why we had to like mention it on the podcast since we've talked about it before. Um, and like you said, like I, I saw that short video that he posted. i like, and, and at the at the time I didn't get it because I didn't know what was what was going on since so I'm not right. on Twitter. um <laughs> But I mean, yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Because I mean, until not until today when you mentioned this article, so I have yeah. more of a context of why he posted it.
0: No, that's fair. No, we'll, we'll we'll keep update. We'll keep we'll keep we'll keep an eye on that. I think we'll talk about this in the future if it, if there's something some major developments, but we'll see how long he's off of social media for. I know there hasn't been any stories he's posted on on Instagram, which he does almost every day. Um, I'm not sure if his assistants are posting anything. Maybe they aren't. I don't really follow them. Um... It's interesting because Natalie moved out. Natalie, his longtime friend, longtime assistant, uh, her and Todd moved out like a week before this entire thing went down with him, which is interesting. I'm not saying, well, yeah, I'm not, I mean, that, it's I'm not saying that I'm, they already have planned. Right, exactly. I mean, no, I'm not saying that's connected at all, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if, she, if even Natalie has been posting. Like, no one really from the walks has been posting unless I just haven't been checking, which could also be the case.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, don't and like, you said, like a lot of brands are kind of pulling out of that stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean it'll be in, it'll be interesting to see what happens to like his businesses. Like they have the like the pizza thing that they want to do, and the the well, what's the the app called again? The photo app? Oh, the Dispo. Dispo. Dispo app. Yeah, Dispo. They they basically they recently just started promoting that, and um, so we'll see how all that goes. Um. Yeah, makes sense. All right, well, moving on.
0: Dan, do you know what NFTs are?
1: I've heard of it, and it doesn't really make sense. Do
0: you want to explain it to you? Because I don't know if it makes sense to me, too.
1: Yeah, you can talk about it.
0: All right, so here's here's what NFTs are. So an NFT, um, I think I should probably get a def- definition for it. NFTs are called <laughs> non-fungible tokens. Is a unit of data on a digital ledger called a blockchain where each NFT can represent a unique digital item and thus they're not interchangeable. It's almost like owning, like think of a, a, think of a Ronaldo penalty kick highlight, right? When he was back in real Madrid and real Madrid was winning. If you want to own that piece of highlight, like digital highlight, you can do that through NFTs and it's almost like a stock because if that, if that highlight gets popular and popular, you know, and you sell it, then you make a lot more money. It's, it's weird because it's almost like art, but it's like digital art, if that makes sense. And, of course, there's a lot of nuances to it. People say it's like Bitcoin. People say it's kind of like digital art software. Here, Here's, here's how it works. And let me explain this through an article. Of course, I'm not, I, I don't know it entirely, but hopefully together we can figure this out. So NFTs are non-fungible tokens, a digital token that's type that's a type of cryptocurrency much like Bitcoin or Ethereum. But unlike a standard coin in the Bitcoin blockchain, an NFT is unique and can't be exchanged like for like, hence the term non-fungible. So what makes an NFT more special than a run-of-the-mill crypto coin? Well, the files store extra information which elevates its above pure currency. And brings it into the realm of well anything really. You can you know have any sort of NFTs. The types of NFTs are super varied, but they could take the form of a piece of digital art or like a music file. It could be a favorite song of yours. Anything unique that could be stored digitally and be and be thought of to hold value. Essentially, they are like any other physical collector's items, but instead of receiving an oil painting on canvas to hang on your wall, for example, you get a JPEG file. Mm-hmm. so kind of like that if that makes sense there's a lot of sites to sell nfts and you can own nfts in that sense and there's a there's yeah. been a lot that's been going popular i don't i have i don't but i think like like top shot is the great one right because nba has been going into this and you can like own piece of highlights and i think i think it's interesting i i i, I want to learn a lot more about this and i want to do like a full maybe a segment on the on the podcast for it but I decided it was an interesting thing and I know there's been a lot of talk about it and I wanted to bring it up with the whole stocks thing. I feel like this year people are getting into stocks a lot more and things like this, like NFTs and like crypto and everything like that. Like things have been blowing up in that, in, that, in that world. I feel like the more, you know, and it's not going away. I don't think it's a phase. I think people are finally realizing normal people who don't trade in stocks every day are realizing the benefits of it. And now we're seeing a lot of different ways to invest and I'm, I, I'm all for it. I don't have any. Maybe, maybe if there's something on the cheap, I'll get it. We'll see how it is. I want to see how the process works. I don't even know if I can get it, but uh, we'll see. I, would you get it, Dan? Does this interest you? Maybe.
1: You know, like i I heard of this and a couple times, but um, right now I'm very, very, very skeptical about it. Um, yeah, it's kind of new. I would, I would definitely not get it. And based on what I've heard, I wouldn't recommend anyone getting it unless you're really unless you really get it like you understand what's going on yeah. I mean I obviously don't but it just sounds it sounds weird to me Uh like Bitcoin cryptocurrency that kind of makes a little more sense but mm-hmm. this is something that is like it's just weird because like you said it's a digital thing it's right. like it yeah, does become you, your
0: own like, people just, yeah, just actually
1: right it's it it people can still access it um the way the best way i i kinda um heard it described um was that yeah like everyone is let's, let's say you buy a meme right you you might have the original, but everyone can still download and use it and all that stuff and it, it it's kind of similar with just art and paintings like if you if you buy the Mona Lisa like the original like no one's gonna have the original by you. But people are still going to have like replicas in their home and their walls just for decoration. But no one's so, going to have like the actual, actual one. But I think for me, it's just different because that's a tangible item, um, based to this non-fungible token, which is digital. Um, and for me, just the skeptical in me is like people don't really know what to put their money in anymore. Like stocks make sense cryptocurrency makes sense uh, but this is just something new that it's like uh, I don't know like it's a little too new yeah like who's going to put the values it's almost like shoes like the hype like buying all the shoes and then selling for it more expensive uh, but that still makes a little more sense because yeah it's a tangible item and you all no one know. else is going to there, there's no like free version of the the item um, so I, I, I personally wouldn't um like buy it and i probably won't even look at into it to learn more about it either
0: yeah uh, that's a good take on it i think i think that's probably way better than what i was saying i was like oh you should you know it looks interesting but maybe a little maybe be just a little bit more careful with it like dan said it's a little bit too new and it's a little bit too hyped up and it's not really yeah. what you think it I, is it's not really exactly what you what you might think it is
1: yeah, and a good advice that I heard was like, if, if if I mean, if you're interested in getting something like a highlight, like you said, like one of your favorite athletes, mm-hmm. I mean, and you're gonna get it because you want to like support that athlete, just then go ahead. But if you think you're getting it for an investment and to get something in return for it, then uh, I would wait on that. But if, if you want to support that athlete, then go ahead. If you have the money for it, then go ahead. Right, right. That's a good point. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think of it as an investment. Not yet.
0: Not until you know there's like success. Still, you know there's more data to support it. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. That was that was a fun one. Um, I do have one more. It's gonna be a quick one, so I know we can get the recommendations in our other segments. But basically, there's a California law out there where they wanna outlaw screaming on roller coaster.
1: California has the strangest laws ever, bro. <laughs>
0: uh so this is this is hyped up the, the the interwebs if you want to say so a lot and i want to fact check it uh, um because i feel like it's because it's, it's a weird headline people people talk about it and they're like oh wow you can't scream a roller coaster a lot like you that, know I mean, that's crazy
1: california California's afraid of loud sounds, that's why that's ah, why they want to
0: makes sense. <laughs> that okay that explains it okay all right so here's here's the fact check okay so Kappa, which is like the Californian, you know, I uh, think whose members include some of the largest theme parks in the state of California, published its Responsible Reopening Plan. And as part of the preparations for reopening venues while minimizing the risk of COVID-19 spreading. okay, The document listed one of the criteria as the ability to limit activities that are known to cause increased spread. Singing, shouting, heavy breathing, a lot of environments will cause people to raise voices, voices. The plan stated that to counter this, face covering usage and or modifications to seat loading patterns will be required on amusement park rides to mitigate the effects of shouting. Additionally, on rides, guests generally face in one direction. But the CAPA plan did not suggest shouting would be banned. And following the media reports of such a ban and the Trade Association issued a clarification. So in a statement, the group said, At no point had it recommended limiting yelling, limiting yelling or screaming on amusement park rides to reduce COVID transmission. When the state's blueprint for a safer economic was released in August, it identified a range of risk criteria for all industries to address, including ability to limit activities that are known to cause increased spread, which is singing, shouting, heavy breathing, and loud, you know, environments where people will scream, like going down a roller coaster. And the responsible reopening plan that Kappa released in September addressed that risk criteria as follows. Face coverings usage and or modifications to seat loading patterns will be required on amusement park rides to mitigate the effects of shouting. Additionally, on rides, guests generally face in one direction. So basically this whole media thing that has blown up is not necessarily true. No one's telling you you can't scream on a roller coaster. It was just one of the criteria that the, the Californian, you know, theme park I don't know what Kappa that's what they're known as um that you know the park association basically they you know just be oh uh, it's called California Attractions and Park associations. so that's Kappa. they mentioned to they mentioned that towards the end of the article, so as I'm confused about it, but anyway, they just said that okay, here are the possible risks that could happen. They let people know of the risk which is completely fair. and they said that we can mitigate these risks because people are facing the same direction, so no one's like facing across from each other. Also, they'll have face coverings on, so even if they scream, their droplets hopefully doesn't go to anyone else, and they'll be seated in a modified manner, so no one's as close to each other. Um, Mm -hmm. So, fact check, that was not true, but I decided it was a cool headline, so I feel like we had to talk about it. One more question for you before we move on to recommendation, we'll make it a quick one. Would you go on... Would you go to a theme park in this current day and age?
1: If they reopen. Right. Like, as of now, like right now, no. Okay. Maybe, let's say, summer? Um, maybe. I mean, you, this might, you might be surprised that, but I'm not, like, super into theme parks anymore. Just because. How about waiting in line? Not because of the people. I mean, yeah, we have to wait in line because of the people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but. Yeah, it's like. It's not like, oh, I'm eager to go back to Six Flags. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, so maybe I, I might go, but it's not like I'm going to plan to go.
0: I feel like that that era has sort of gone. Correct me if I'm wrong. Theme park era?
1: That's like, like middle think, school, high school. I
0: yeah, I don't know if it still exists anymore. Even who middle school and high school is. I don't know if theme parks exist anymore. Like, that... That allure of a theme park, I don't know. I feel like maybe
1: this is. I feel like maybe like kids, Disney definitely, World definitely. and Disneyland. Yes, that's still a thing. Yeah, just those are historic, though. Those are like yeah. But like Six Flags, maybe not as much.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe Six Flags is like coming up on the AMC path, right, of movie theaters, where it's just like, oh wow. Although I, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like Six Flags, like th- people, like as a kid, I loved, I loved it, right, and I feel like kids still do. Love it, right? Because like you can't go to Disneyland Land yeah. or Disney World every summer, but you know it's a good substitution.
1: Yeah, people are still gonna do it for sure. Like kids, I mean, exactly. kids still go on like the merry-go-round, like some mm-hmm. malls have it. Uh, yeah. So people are still gonna go to amusement parks. I think. So, I feel too. like, for me, like it's not something like, oh, I'm really wanting to do.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good
1: point. There's a lot. of
0: lot of other things we'd want to do first before we get to that stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's quickly move to our recommendations. This has been a jam-packed episode, Dan, even without Harsh.
1: Oh, yeah. Harsh, do you want to go for recommendations? Yeah, I want to recommend Kind Year West*. West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Right? Yeah. Um, that's true. And I don't have a movie, but... Okay, um, but yeah, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. This is Daniel speaking, just in case you didn't know. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna recommend "Heartbreak Anniversary" by Gibion. Have you heard of Gibion? I have not. Yes, you have, because he's been in <laughs> and went in Chicago Freestyle with Drake. Uh, well,
0: oh, yeah, him. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry. Yeah,
1: it's he's just, like the oh. singer there. That's um, that
0: he knows that, and
1: I know. Uh, so that's one of my recommendations. And then I, n- I never thought I was gonna say this, but Justin Bieber just released a new album, <laughs> and oh, it's oh. actually, it's actually pretty good. Um, uh, I mean, I, I like a couple songs from the album. Uh, two, I guess that I would recommend is "Deserve You" and also "Die for You." Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of good songs. A lot of the singles are really good. I mean, Holy with Chance the Rapper is probably one of the my favorites for sure. Um, just the Peaches, the
0: cover. I heard I Pizzas was really good.
1: Yeah, that's really good too. I I like the only thing I didn't like was the cover art yeah. of the album. It feels like too like old. It's like <laughs> I don't know, like I didn't like it. But the Metallica the album, album hit, cover. But the the songs were good. Um, so those are my recommendations for music, and I mean the only actual show that I've watched now that One Division is over, it's Aww. Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
0: I knew you were gonna bring it up. I'm glad you did. Tell me, tell me about it. Tell Have me why you watched, you watched it? it. No, no.
1: I'm, I'm not, not gonna tell it. I mean, it. I mean the first one was released just Friday, oh. um, so there's one episode out. Um, it, this is obviously not the same as WandaVision if you are think it is it's not this is more it's towards this is more kind of like Avengers Marvel regular action pack episode so if you're I mean if you I mean obviously if you like Marvel then yeah you're gonna like this show so it's really I mean it's really good I'm not gonna talk anything about it or like anything that happened um, so you should go and watch it for sure um, but yeah, that's some of my recommendations.
0: All right, I like that. You know, I I, I don't have a TV show recommendation or movie TV uh, movie show recommendation, but I was I, I I literally put down in my notes. I think I'm looking for recommendations, and you gave me you gave some. Of course, you didn't give us a full review of the show, the Disney Plus show Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is fair because there's a lot of spoilers attached to it. But you said it's good enough. And I trust your words, so I have to watch that now. And I hope other people watch it as well. It's it's our collective recommendation for TV show and movies. Uh, as for the music, I'm going to go with Walking on a Dream by Empire of the Sun. You may have already heard of this song. It's a pretty old song, but uh, it's a classic FIFA song. Dan, this is where I got the song <laughs> initially from, and I loved it.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, and
0: <laughs> I think I like it. And, and then the music video, it's like a tourism ad for Singapore. And Singapore is just a fascinating country. You know, all the buildings and the fountains and just the wild architecture they have over there. So I, I think the video is super cool too. So if you don't if you don't like the music, if you don't want to listen to music, if you don't want to put it in your playlist, that's completely fine. But watch the music video just to have a cool look at Singapore. Also, Dan, where can they find the songs you recommended today?
1: You can find the songs in Spotify. Playlist called Banter Shop Recommends.
0: And, and you guys can listen to it if you have Spotify Premium. Or if you just had the free version of it, you know, Spotify doesn't discriminate, which we love. Well, I'm not. Yeah. Sure. Hold on, we're not. We're not taking accountability for what they do. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, the for the music playlist they don't discriminate. You can have premium or you can have the free version.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll discriminate if you have the free version. Like, I don't. I don't really know how you can live with the ads. But <laughs> if, I mean, if you can do it, great for you. But I would hate hitting ads in the middle of any music. Just like I hate getting ads in the middle of my YouTube videos, oh, but I'm uh, I'm not willing to pay 15 bucks to get them off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Well, is it 15 or 10? I think YouTube is 15. Maybe maybe it is 10, but I'm already paying 10 for Spotify. So. No. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if you're a student, then you can get it for five dollars. It's more affordable. Yeah. Be a student. Go back to school. Yeah, go back to spend thousands of of dollars just for that $5 discount. Hey,
0: it's it's a great deal if you can can take it. (laughs) Okay, with that being said, I think it's time for...
1: Motivational time with Daniel. I like that. I like the the new one. (laughs) Yep. Uh, You know, I'm going to keep it simple this time. I'm not going to quote anyone. My motivation for you is... Listen... To your own voice. Not necessarily your negative voice if you have one of those. Don't listen to the negativity in your mind. Be your own motivation this week. A lot of yeah. times we're stuck doing things for others because we want to please other people and we want to look good in front of other people and we do things that they want us to do and we put the things that we really want to do away because we don't have time for them. So this week, listen to yourself. What do you want to do this week. What do you want to do in your life? Be motivated. Motivate yourself. Yeah. The
0: motivation for this week is motivate yourself. I like that.
1: To do what you want to do.
0: do, Yeah, exactly. Do you you have any recommendations for them that they should do? Well, no, you can't. You can't give them recommendations, Dan, because they don't listen to the banter sound. Yeah, well, that's a good one. one. I like that one. I'm all for that one.
1: Alright, but that was... Motivational time with Daniel. And now it's time for question of the week.
0: Like we promised, like we, Dan, you and I keep our promises, right? To the audience members. Like we, we do a pretty good job of like saying that, okay, watch out for this later in the episode. And then we, you know, fulfill our promises. So um, for sure, that, that's good to know, right? It's always good to fulfill your promises. All right. So here's the question. If you made a time capsule that would be opened, let's say about a 100 years from now. What three items would you put in it? I feel like this is a question that, like, I, voted, I should have asked a long time ago. Like, this should have been one of the first questions. I don't know how it, like, slipped my mind until today. Uh, but I'm glad it did because it's a really good question. But basically, I'll repeat it. If you made a time capsule that would be opened a hundred years from now, what three items would you put in it? Fair enough. Is it good? Is yep. the, it's a, any clarification needed, or I think, or is it pretty, pretty self explanatory?
1: I think that's pretty self-explanatory. All
0: right. All right. Well, sorry, Dan, to take sleep away from you this week as well, but I think it'll be worth
1: it. I think I can probably figure that out quicker than the other oh, one. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait, then. can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, Dan, I think that about wraps up our episode. I know we had a lot of topics to talk about, a lot of different vari- variety of things that we did bring up in this episode, uh, even without Harsh. You uh, know, you could have added some flavor to it, but we, we, we did it, Dan. We, we got through it.
1: We, we're Yay, we did it.
0: <laughs> we'll get our medals very soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, our Olympic medals.
0: Uh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, now, now that, about, that about wraps it up for us. Do follow us on our Instagram page. that's at the Bandershop on our podcast. That's where you can actually submit your answers to question of the week. If, you know, if you have a question of the week, I know Dan posts the clips out there. And then we put a comment box in our story or somewhere in our comments. You can just leave like a comment as to what your answer would be. And we'll mention that on the podcast. We've done that before as well. So definitely, you know, leave a comment if you feel like you want to answer the question of the week. And we'll mention it on the podcast along with our answers. Um, but with that being said, you know, really appreciate the support. Uh, follow us on our Instagram. Like I said, it's at the banter shop underscore podcast. Listen to our Spotify music playlist as well, where we have, you know, a playlist of all the songs we recommended. Uh, for all our episodes in 2021. Uh, and also, share this with your friends. You know, have them get on the banter shop train as well. We have a lot of seats left, you know, and they're not going to fill them, you know, well, they might fill themselves. I don't know. But just bring them aboard, okay? Come on, just be a good friend for once. <laughs> with that being said, that about wraps it up for us today. Thank you to all the essential workers out there. I uh, Really appreciate everything you're doing. Um, with that being said thank you for listening guys this is Moniel signing off
1: and this is Daniel
0: I like how you the and again good job
1: <laughs> thank <laughs> thanks
0: you. guys